Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? Unlike a car with its user's manual, we are born without instructions how to live. We experience life vicissitudes without a so-called user's manual. The Gita has been described as such a guide. These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda, which he has been delivering for more than 25 years. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. Okay, so far in chapter 5, we've seen that Bhagavan said that the both paths the path of karma yoga and path of sannyasa are good. So the one who is capable of pursuing either of the paths. You know. Because the question start, the question was raised by Arjuna, which one is better for me? And he said, well, both paths are good. However, I recommend that the karma yoga is more appropriate for you. In other words, at our level, karma yoga is the only path which we can pursue and not the sannyasa. Because it clarifies in the following verses, Bhagavan said, the definition of a sannyasi is one who does not have any likes or dislikes. One who has gone beyond this pairs of opposites is a sannyasi. We can only do that if you don't have any ego. In other words, we have no sense of I and the world. Then only we can. If we see the world as one entity, then only we can be in that state of sannyasa. And therefore, Bhagavan said, karma yoga is clearly better than sannyasa, even though the both will take you to the same goal. What is the goal of life is to get out of all the agitations which created by my desires and my sorrows. You know. I want to get out of the sorrows. But sannyas will get me there, as well as Bhagavan says, the karma yoga. And he says, we, we have seen that why karma yoga is more appropriate, because he said, the sannyasas tu mahabaho dukham aptum ayogataha. One who is not established in yoga, Sannyasa is very difficult, very painful. can give you more trouble. You know. I have not conquered my ego and I'm dependent on everybody else in this world for my living. It won't be a very enjoyable situation. So therefore, for a yoga, the one who is not established in yoga, sannyasa is very difficult. But the one who is established in yoga, yoga yukta munihi brahmana achirena adhigachadi. A muni, a seeker who is established in yoga by the practice of actions in the spirit of yagna, he reaches that state in no time. 
At that point, there is not even a question, when did I started practicing Karma Yoga and when I became sannyasi. We have seen for our level, there is a clear definition given. Sannyasi is the one who sees beyond the pairs of opposites. In other words, in this world, he can't see anything which he doesn't like or anything which he likes. He sees extension of cells in everywhere and therefore... He is a sannyasi. Only thing he has renounced is his ego. We know that the ego is the essential part of our thinking being. The entity which makes me think that I exist is my thinking instrument. When I, whoever said in that Greek, you know, philosophy, I think, therefore I am, you know. As long as I can think about myself, I have this identification. That thinking entity, as we have seen in Tattvabhot, is the essential part of my ego. The chitta, ahankar, mana and buddhi, is the one entity has four aspects. You know. So to get over this ego, the simplest method taught to us is act in the spirit of karma yoga which is act in the spirit of selfless action. Or even simplified than that is act without this expectation for the fruits of actions. It's Karma Yoga. When I'm acting without any preconceived notion of what I'll get out of this action, I'm performing Karma Yoga. Because that relieves me of my anxiety about the fruits, therefore my actions will be better, and therefore it will leave no negative impression on my mind. Thus it purifies my mind and intellect. As I said, the two parts of my thinking entity, which is the most obvious to me and to others, my mind and my intellect. These Two, when they're clouded and agitated by my desires, cannot think clearly, cannot see the world as is. And therefore I have superimposition of my perception of the world onto the world. Now I create my world based on my mind and intellect. Therefore, you know, one person says, boy, today is such a nice day. Other person says, boy, it's a terrible day. Depending on my microclimate in my mind, either it's a great day or a terrible day. So the my world is created by me. This world I can only improve when I improve my own microclimate. The only way you can do it is to act in this world without any expectations for the preconceived fruits. Therefore, Bhagavan says, Karma Yoga is clearly better for you. Start with that. Once a person gets established in this Karma Yoga, therefore, for now, his mind and intellect says less desire. This less desire puts less pressure on my, my mind. And therefore, I can act freely. And I get free myself from this bondage of limitations. 
of happiness and unhappiness. He says, such a person once established in the yoga, purified his mind, his mind is now worthy of meditation. His mind can now soar into the glory of his own self. And therefore he say, na achirane, na achirena adhigachyate. Before I realize, I reach that state of Brahman, that infinite self. It is something like, you know, when you are learning something, in the beginning it is so difficult, you know. When you are learning driving, and I can remember learning driving vividly, because I failed my driving test seven times, so. I mean, the, my cousin would say, because he was my teacher in Zambia, and he would say, well, don't worry about this. Just pay attention to the road. How do I know which one is clutch and which one is brake, you know, and which one is accelerator? In those days, there was a car. So I have to pay attention to that. I have to attend to the steering wheel. And I said, I, you know, this cars, being an architect, I always have a res- rational, you know, argument why this thing is so difficult. And so, you know, there's fundamentally something wrong with the design of the car. Because if you're trying to make me drive this straight, why am I sitting on one side of the car? And my steering wheel is on this side. And therefore, I can park perfectly between the two lines if I was right in the middle. (laughs) Then it will be easier for me to be right in the middle of the road. And I just justified everything I could, why I'm failing this driving test, you know. Till I became good at driving, t- driving. At that point, there was no question left why the cars are designed this way or why people drive this way. It's now natural. And then I can't pinpoint what date I really changed my perception about the car being designed wrongly, you know. Because my cousin said, well, you will get there. Keep practicing. You will get there, you know. Everyone learns driving. You will learn too. Bhagavan says the same thing. Everyone will, will be liberated. Everyone who has practiced this get liberated. You will get there too. Why worry about what is better for me, sannyasa or karma yoga? Practice your actions without any expectations. Yoga yukta munihi brahmana achirena adhigachati. He achieves such an established yogi in the karma yoga. In no time achieves Brahman. So the next verse basically explains the state of that yoga is Yoga Yuktaha Visuddha Atma Vijitatma Jitendriya. This is the progression of your improvement. This is the stages of your self improvement. Yoga Yuktaha. First thing is you are established firmly in karma yoga. In other words, I say, well, nothing I can practice, but I'm going to make sure that I have no expectations of my actions. I'll perform my duty, leave the results to the world. Or as the Vedanta says, karma faladata. Karma faladata, karma, my action. Fala, result. Data, giver. Karma faladata is always somebody other than you. It's never you. Because otherwise there is nothing to, to argue about. I am the actor and I am the result, I am the 
am the uh, giver of my own results. I take the exam and I'm the one who is checking my papers. Easy. I never find any mistakes in me. Right? But we know that it's always someone else. Once I know it is someone else, I know I have no control over him. And therefore, I should have complete faith in the system. As I said, we can only live our life if we have, a, if we have a faith in our system. We have faith that everyone will drive on the appropriate side of the road in Richmond. Therefore, you and I can come out without much worries from our house in a car. Because I know I am driving on the right side, so the other drivers would be. The traffic lights will be functioning as designed by the transportation system. We have faith in that. We don't have faith in the Lord's, this universe, that it works on this law of karma. The law of karma simply says that your results of your actions will be equal and appropriate. As you put the effort, so would be your results. But we don't have any faith in that. Therefore, so I need to control my fruits. Let me make sure that I have used my, all the influence I have and make sure that I did this because I don't really have faith in it. Once I establish that faith, I'll be a yogi. I perform my actions and have a complete faith that result will be appropriate. So that... The next thing that happens when I develop that faith is Visuddha Atma. It purifies my internal self. And I said, what is the internal self? Is that mind and intellect. My external self you can see. Whether I've taken bath or not, you can feel right away if I sit next to you. You can't see whether I have purified my mind and intellect. Then only I can see. And therefore it says, Yoga Yukta Visuddhatma. The first stage of my becoming completely established in Karma Yoga, where I basically say, I'll keep doing what I'm doing, but I have no expectations. In other words, I will have complete faith that my actions, if they're appropriate, and I'm deserving the result, I'll get it. If I didn't get it, that means it's as simple as this. Either I didn't deserve it, or my actions were not appropriate. That's all. Then I have to find out which one is which, and then improve my the weak aspect of it, and I'll get the result which I'm looking for. So it becomes, it makes my internal instrument pure. It, I start seeing where I went wrong in my last efforts when I did not get what I wanted. Vijit Atma. I have now control over my ego. If my mind and intellect is purified, I'll have a less desire and less coloring over what I am experiencing. And therefore, I'll have control over my ego. My mind and intellect is purified. It gives control over my ego. Because as I said, it is ego, mind and intellect. It's part of the same entity called chitta. That which is thinking, when it is in doubts and oscillation, it's mind. To be or not to be is mind. 
one this decisively says this is what it is it is an intellect and then it says i am the one who decided it's ego but it's all the one thinking entity you know the flow of my thoughts which is flowing in one direction or the other it decides whether i'm right or wrong and therefore it says yoga yukta becomes purified in mind and intellect it purifies his self that is ego and therefore he becomes jita indriya we have seen the whole problem starts with my senses my classic example of starbucks you know first time i i went to the starbucks i have no expectation i don't i didn't even know that starbucks has anything to do with coffee because the name doesn't tell me anything from marketing point of view i would say it's a disaster you know nobody would ever know that starbucks means coffee right if i had to name that i would say coffee king or something like that <laughs> right and i would think that it will be the most successful business but there's starbucks so somebody takes me to starbucks and i know nothing about it no expectation once my tongue has tasted the starbucks coffee all my attachment to the starbucks starts you know and therefore i then i say if i go to some place and say well let's have a cup of coffee and the people says we don't have starbucks and i say what kind of people are you <laughs> how can you live you know, life like this you know? my mind and intellect have decided starbucks coffee is good based on my sense experience so therefore where i have to really start is the sense control that's what all the religion says and we found that when you start from there it is the most difficult part of it that should be the last thing you should be worried worrying about as we have seen once you start acting in the spirit of yagna in karma yoga fashion you will have a control over mind and intellect your control over ego controlling senses becomes child's play one with the control over the ego control the mind is not suffering from the pressure of the desires those pressure of desires creates the uncontrolled senses i want to keep doing the thing which i like more and more and more can i watch tv half an hour dad the okay half an hour in weekend is okay can i do one hour or half an hour during the weekdays is fine can i do one hour on the weekend or one hour fine two hours three hours four hours five where do i stop i just don't know because there is no markers that that's where you should be stopping for my senses so therefore bhagwan said yoga yukto vijutatma visuddhatma vijitatma jitendriyaha once you started acting in appropriate manner all these things become naturally your personality sarvabhutatma bhutatma kurvannapi nalipyade if i don't have strong ego i can see clearly what is right and wrong i have control over my senses i will clearly know that i am not the center of this universe 
the self is in me is the self everywhere the same lord which is functioning through me as the consciousness makes this world possible and therefore he is functioning through the entire creation so i see that myself is the self of all the beings sarvabhutatma bhut bhutatma bhutatma kurvan api na lipyate and therefore even though he is acting in this world working in this world just as you and i his actions are not binding to him his actions are not leaving any impression on his mind which prompts him to do something wrong our actions leave an impression on our mind and say i like this i made profit doing this i want to continue doing that that's the impression we live i lost do my, my i lost money doing this i don't want to do it again these things makes us take wrong decisions at a wrong time in our life we see all the time when i i used to tell people that when i buy house everyone else should stop buying house because i buy house as the top of the market and sell at the lowest of the market you know why i am an architect we keep moving as the economy moves you know dad when the texas was doing well during all time i was in texas and well, then i figured out the washington is doing well so when i went by leave texas when economy is down in the pits for the because oil is down so i bought the house when economy was doing great i leave the house when economy is not doing well then i come to a town which is doing very well so i buy house there when do i buy it at the top of the market then i leave that town and come to richmond why because it is doing better here now sell house there the bottom of the market there <laughs> buy at the top of the market am i really doing right and should i not know as the guy who lives life in commercial real estate i know that but my desire says maybe richmond is doing well it will continue to do well till i retire that desire to do well makes me do same mistake over and over and over again but as bhagwan said if my mind and intellect is purified i'll see it through clearly that only i'll buy things which i need and not for investment you know i buy house because i want to live in it i buy seven houses because i think it's a great investment right rajesh <laughs> when i went to dallas all my friends had somebody a six houses so many eight houses got 10 houses and i said why is that is it is very simple it's called a principle of leveraging i said what is that i'm being an architect can understand is it because you're buying a house a 5% down and in those days 5% equity was good enough 95% loan you can get 5% of equity you buy a house it appreciates 5% of that 100% so now you can see 5% of that is 125 times you made money it's called art of leveraging 
your resources. That's where all the banks failed. We found out, right? They were leveraging 40 times what their money they had. So that, Bhagwan said, is because my accents are binding. I made profit one time, it makes me do second time, third time, fourth time, and I keep doing it. And then it collapses to a point where I lost everything I had done in the last six houses. One whose mind and intellect is purified, he does not have ego. He is relieved from the pressure of desires. He does things as he says necessary. And therefore his actions are not binding to him. If he makes profit, he doesn't think this is a perpetual thing. If he loses money, he doesn't think this is a perpetual thing. He sees this thing is a way of this world to function. This is naiva kinchit karo me iti yukto tatvavit. He knows that the one who knows the essence of this life, one who knows the essence of this self, he knows the naiva kinchit karo me iti. I am not doing anything. As I said, I heard the other day the, ba- the Dada Vaswani saying, try to become nothing. You should constantly be thinking that I am nothing. It is constantly thinking I am something creates all the problems. Constantly thinking I am nothing relieves me of all the burdens. The same way he said that the yogi who is constantly acting in the spirit of yagna, he sees that I am not the doer. Because even the little thing I do in life, lots of other people have to do lots of things for me to be able to function in this life. They say, I am not the doer. Because I am alive, I am able to do this. I am alive, I have nothing to do with it. Self-functioning through me. I really didn't have to make all the efforts to be who I am as a living entity. And therefore, I can't really take any credit for what I'm doing. Na eva kinchit karomi iti yuktaha manyate tatvavit. Because he knows the self in its essence. He knows the self is not participating in any actions which I am performing. Self does not get any sense of satisfaction when I make money. Self does not get perturbed when I lose money. In my deep sleep, it really matters not at all who I am in my waking state. As I said, is there a difference between a Einstein in a deep sleep and an idiot in a deep sleep. None whatsoever. Because both have this mind and intellect equipment dormant. Completely not available. The ego which is the part of the thinking entity does not exist when you are in deep sleep. And therefore, we are all in the same state when in deep sleep. Say Bhagwan, say the one who knows the self in its essence, he knows that he is not the doer. He is not doing anything. 
पश्यन् शृण्वन् स्पृशन् जिघ्नन् अस्नन् गच्छन् स्वपन् स्वसन् प्रलपन् विसृजन् गृहणन् उन्मिशन् निमिशन् अपि बेसिकली एन्यूमरेट्स वट वी कन्सिडर एज मै लाइफ मै लाइफ इज मेड अप ऑफ ऑल दिस एक्सपीरियंसिज आई हेव थ्रू मै सेंसेस वि स्टार्ट्स विथ सेंग पश्यन् सींग हियरिंग टचिंग स्मेलिंग ईटिंग गोयिंग स्लीपिंग ब्रीदिंग स्पीकिंग लेट गो लेट गो थिंग्स विच आई डिस्कर्ड फ्रॉम मै बाडी ओपनिंग एंड क्लोजिंग मै आईज इफ यू रियली सेम दे वेरी सैंटिफिक इफ यू थिंक all of this together there is no experience left in your life which you consider yours all this experience i have of this world is because of my five senses as long as i have these senses i have this experience of this world so my my sight gives me this entire experience the world of sight my hearing gives me the entire world of sound my sense of touch gives me the entire world of touchy feeling world right so my all my activities if i put it into it falls into the one sense experience or the other that simple as that but the marketing people figured out the more senses are involved the better it is that they can sell you stuff that therefore the video is much more easier to sell than just audio therefore in the olden days we just have songs you know now we have videos on mtv mtv guys figured out that just having just songs is difficult to sell but you had one more sense which is the sight into it it's much more enjoyable as many senses you can employ in your experience that experience becomes more vivid you know therefore there is a difference between eating and dining you know eating i'm running in my car and have eating is eating because i need to eat something before i get to my next meeting dining is i need to leisurely time the table is set properly music is going you know candle lights in front of me servers are serving because it involves lot more senses than just taste you know the so bhagwan said all these things are sense experiences is a yogi would say all my experience in life are because of this sense indriyani indriyarthesu vartante iti dharayan he firmly knows that these experiences which i had been taking as the world of my likes and dislikes i like this experience i didn't this one i'm to pursue further and i want to avoid this is all nothing but the senses transacting with this world of sense objects in the interactions of my senses with this world of objects but myself is not ever kinchit karomi the myself is not participating at all therefore because the self in me is the self everywhere 
I just cannot be talking to myself. You know, right? I can be constant. If there is nobody here, I can be. I may start talking for a while. After a while, I realize it's worthless. So I can. So I am doing all the things to do my senses because I think there are the two exist. I and the world. Once I start realizing that only I exist, there's nothing to do. And therefore the self does not participate in this activity because it's all pervading. Myself and yourself and herself and itself is one and the same self functioning through different equipment just like myself functioning through different parts of my body. There is no never a game played between my my limbs. There is no never a entertainment package, you know. Because it's me. And therefore Bhagavan said, one who realizes, such a yogi realizes that he is not doing anything. All that is happening is the senses acting in the world of sense objects. We'll stop right here.